I like standing next to you, Sean. It makes me look so tough. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Five Movie Madness. I'm your host, Matt Jansen, and with me, as always, is Joe. We're about to have a near-life experience. And Corey. The first rule of Five Movie Madness is everyone talks about Five Movie Madness. We hope. At least some of you do. <laughs> we hope. Yeah, if you could guess by those quotes, today's topic is David Fincher movies. But before we get into that, how's everybody doing? How's your week? Mine was pretty crappy. I hate my job. It's awful. Ditto. Bosses out, <laughs> bosses out there adequately train your employees if you're going to give them more responsibility. Otherwise, they become the scapegoat, and it just looks bad for everybody. Unneeded stress in this world. I think that that's uh... – that that sounds like the uh, the punchline of corporate America in this country in general right now. That sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm at the end of summer break. I start. I go back to school on Monday. No. Wow. When do you have students? Uh, my birthday is the first day the kids are in my cl- are in the classroom. So August 25th. But that's that's like an okay. orientation day. So that's the only day that week I have them, and the following week, so the 30th is my first day of like class which is gotcha. wild to me damn are you full full on back in no, no more no zoom, more zoom. We're, we're real, real school, school again. again i mean until somebody tells me otherwise i mean i there's no guarantee okay. that it will be the whole year but up in, as, as far as we know right now we will be sans zoom so i mean that's good i'm i'm okay yeah Happier about that than anything else. I didn't. I didn't want another year of this. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. But it's good to get back to normal. And like for just for like the show purposes, like I'm fine doing it this way. But it might be fun to have like an in-person recording sure. session again. Yeah, maybe we can set that up. Yeah. I, I definitely don't disagree. Sure down the Works road. Not. Once it once it stops being so. F- Freaking hot! Yeah, oh my god! That, that too. The last like two days have been driving, murder. Driving to South Jersey today, I looked. I was like on the turnpike, and I looked at the little thermometer on like my the dash of my car. It said like 101 on the turnpike. I was like, Nah. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, this is not going to be fun. And then I went, and the whole point of this trip was to work outside on my car. The terrible idea this was. Really should have, really should have looked at the weather a little bit. Picked a good weekend for. It. I wonder what the temperature is supposed to be like tomorrow. No idea. So this is, I, I think it's supposed to thunderstorm storm. tomorrow, so Thank this should God. break the heat. Great. All right. Well, I want to cut the grass. Like I'm actually looking forward to it. That's how bad my week was. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking forward to is just being outside, pushing a mower. Shut, shut my brain off, cutting the grass. Sunday I got a championship softball game, so I'll be fun. Ooh. And then Monday we're. Is your back new job? Grind, you still have the so. same every other Friday off, or did that go away? Yeah, I had, I had today off, and then I got a text to check my email, and I checked my email, and it kind I would of just imagine, like ruined I mean, my whole I weekend. I also imagine so, that if it's your day uh, yeah. off, you shouldn't have to check your right. email. But I say that as a teacher who responds to kids mm-hmm. te- who text message me all the time. So, I've. I mean, that's like important stuff. Is it though? Is it something <laughs> that couldn't wait till Monday? I don't know. I don't know, man. You're like enriching like the lives of children. I'm just trying to get parts out the door, and it's not easy sometimes. Anyway, enough about that. I'm sick of it. Um, David Fincher could make a movie a about that. If there's a human being that could, it would be him. Yeah, right. I. Uh... Yeah, he's pretty great. Anyway, let's go into how the show works. 
since we set our David Fincher topic, we've each gone and made our own individual top five lists of his movies. And we're going to reveal them to you now, one at a time. It'll be a round of five, four, three, two, one, etc. If a movie appears on multiple lists, we're going to table that conversation until a later part in the show. We'll do it at the highest ranking. And without further ado, Joe, what's your number five David Fincher movie? <clears throat> My number five David Fincher movie, I imagine might be tabled right now, but it's seven. Table. Very slight, slight table. table for me. Okay. Okay. I have a good feel for where it's at on your guys' <laughs> list. <laughs> Um, and I'm actually going to write it the correct way in my book. Here. I, I did. wrote it on my list the correct yeah. way as Good. well. Awesome. Fantastic. Corey, what's your number five? My number five is Gone Girl. That is uh, a table. table. I, I didn't think it was going to be that high on anybody's list. I'm happy about that. I got a weird feeling. Anyway, my, num- <laughs> my number five is uh, going to be tabled. It's Fight Club. Table. table. <laughs> Great episode yeah. so far. Love it. We do Love this a lot at the bottom of list now, I've, I've noticed. <laughs> yes. Pattern has been formed. Since he's only directed 11 movies, I, th- this was inevitable. And I think like nine of them are pretty good and list worthy. He only has I one think. rotten movie. And yeah, it was his first, his first one, one, so yeah. Yep. Not too bad. It's a good resume. <laughs> Brings us to Joe's number four. My number four... Might be able again, but it's the game. I had bubbled that. Okay. Bubble as well. Wow. I didn't expect to have this the highest slash only person to have it on the list, but the game was good. I've only seen it the one time, but it's a really interesting concept. It's, uh, what's his name? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. I'm completely blanked on that. That's okay. Yeah. But he gets enrolled in this weird game that he doesn't know is a game. Or is it a game? What a journey. <laughs> Yes, you're <laughs> constantly questioning everything as a member of the audience. Classic cool. David Fincher fashion. Exactly. I, I like the game a lot. Um, it, I just feel the other five are more noteworthy. Um, I think I know what we swapped yeah. for the game. Okay. Yeah. He's a pretty wealthy guy, and he just, I, I guess he's in a rut in life, and his brother signs him up for this, and... It's 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 intense. It's it's kind of hard to describe what the game actually is without giving too much away, or just you mean like in the in the general sense of what the game is in the movie. What the game is in the movie. Mm. It it turns and twists like it's tw- like two... Saw if it wasn't horrifying. Yeah, kind of. But like there's like three like quick twists and turns towards the end of the game where like is it the game? Isn't it the game? Are we still part of the game? Was the game ever a thing? Like. It happens a bunch at the end there where it's it becomes really easy to make like just spoil the whole movie if you talk too much. Yeah. My biggest problem Don't worry guys, we won't. My biggest problem with the game is that you know, I liked it. I liked it a lot. But I felt like it dragged a little bit. I felt like it was a little long. At least for me. Like I I, I don't know, I feel like it could have been a little shorter, a little more to the point. It was long. A lot of Fincher movies are long and Mm -hmm. It's weird because it, it, there's definitely a lull, but it does pick yeah, up really I, I would well agree at that. the end. Like, it definitely picks up at the end. Like, I don't know what I'd cut out of the game that wouldn't take away significant meaning or plot point. Doesn't he wind up he in like, Mexico for at some point? A while. I'm trying to remember. 
Yeah. Like like in a coffin. Yeah. Like he wakes up. At a, like you could probably. Well, the thing is like, and that's yeah. also the point. Yeah, right. not that's also that. the point in the movie where like, <laughs> if this is a game, like it's out of your control. Like you can't control what happens in Mexico. Like what are we, what are we doing here? Oh, it's like an escape room. That's one of the things I was trying to think of. Okay, okay. it's an escape room, but like but your yeah. life. It's your life. <laughs> yeah. Escape There's life. Different whoa, whoa. puzzles and riddles you have to solve and do, and I I think we're gonna leave it at that because if you haven't seen the game, definitely check it yeah. out. Also, I feel it's an iconic movie poster for me. Anyway, as a kid going to Blockbuster a lot, I remember seeing like the box art, and it's Michael Douglas' face, but like yeah. the bottom's breaking off into puzzle pieces. And I was always like, that intrigues it's, me. It's, it's very, post. like, modern it. day, it like, later in life, like girl yeah, tattoo where she gets the, uh, the dandelion, like, blow, like, like <laughs> falling apart and they're all becoming birds. You know what I mean? Oh, my god! I've gosh, never seen okay. that, so but popular. I'll take your word for it. Like, like a... Yeah, exactly. Transitional piece. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the game's a good choice. Very good. Thank you, thank you. All right, Corey, I have a prediction of what your number four is. Uh, the number we'll seven. talk about it. So what do you got? Yeah, I guess it's not the number seven. It's yeah, just seven, seven as well. That makes sense. Very good. tracks with what I thought. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, we talked just about seven. We actually had this movie somewhere, like another list. And I feel like we all had it low on that one also, if I remember right. But Brad Pitt, well, they Brad all Pitt, sat somewhere Brad between Pitt. five yeah. and four. Yeah. I don't think it broke in above three on anybody's list. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's low on my list for the same reason. Like, yeah, it's very good. It's got some iconic moments in it, but there are substantially better movies that have come out and like going back and watching it again, like the cult classic nature of seven is really the only thing that it has going for it. Do you know what I mean? Like people don't just, um, Different context list for me because like I had seven. I don't even know if I had seven in my yeah. Brad Pitt list. If if I did have it, it was kind of low. I can't remember, but I don't like the what's in the box crap at the end. It's just because he became a meme. Yep. That was like my whole knock on the Brad Pitt performance side of it. But I think like as a movie itself, it's it's a little bit better than that. I, I like the the story is interesting to me. I'm surprised it hasn't been done more times. Um, and I do like the camaraderie between Morgan Freeman getting too old for this shit, and then you got classic <laughs> pair. Yeah. Exactly. The and young then you hot, got uh, Brad Pitt as the young up and coming de- detective. You got a cre- you got a creepy killer. You, you the seven yeah. deadly sins theme is it's like it's like a good motif. I feel like this and the game will probably be remade one day. Like I feel like the premises are too good to either not be remade or ripped off. I think that's a hundred percent. I don't know. Yeah, How do you guys I mean, feel about that? well, the game is a pretty unique concept, so I don't know. Like, that would probably be remade, but I feel like mm-hmm. there's other movies like Seven. But, like, just but even the concept of already. using the Seven Deadly Sins as okay. a vehicle I just feel for like... murder or a vehicle for crime in general. Yes, exactly. It's not something that's done very often or ever outside of Seven. And I would, I would watch a new take on Seven, be it murder or otherwise. I would certainly watch another take on the game for the same reason. It seems like yeah. either of them you could get away with if they made like an HBO or Showtime series. Ooh, that would be cool. Based, yeah. Or based yeah. on the idea. People would definitely watch those. I don't know why, but I just like flashed in my mind like a dumb like Boy Meets World episode where like they're doing the Seven Deadly Sins. So, like I could picture that happening. Maybe like not to that like extent, but like. There is the, there is the weird <laughs> horror serial killer episode. Yeah, right? It's kind of Which... like that. 
where Sh- where Sean is like predicting everything that's gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. Uh. I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. So it's one of the best shows uh. ever. Yep. So we went from seven to uh, Boy Meets Boy World. Meets World. <laughs> what if that, if if they said that, it couldn't be done? Forward. Yeah, Kevin Spacey does a great job in it as well. And like again, just from a directing standpoint, really unique concept. And um, I don't know if you wrote it or not. Probably not. But I would imagine he definitely not. had a a nice artistic vision for it. That was my number four as no, well. No, but I, I kind of also that, assumed so. as much. Yeah, I, th- I think it. Well, was yeah, because well, we tabled it before, and you didn't stop me from talking right. about it. So. 13 minutes in, and we're Listen, up to the round of three. All right. It's, it's all we right. Number this. one is going to take us about it gets, 15 minutes to talk about. So. Yeah. We flesh it out. It's fine. All right, Joe. Round of three. Kick us off. Round of three. Gone Girl. Okay. That is my number three. Awesome. It's such a good movie. I don't. It's not a movie that I'm sure I'm ever going to watch again, but just it's, it's really, so really good. good. It's incredible. No, Matt. I just wanted to say yeah. I was just tapping in Courtney. and saying yes. I agree. It is. It is very good. It's one of those movies too where I feel everyone read the book ahead of time and, and the movie did the book justice. Um, I was infuriated at the end. Like I, I, I left the movie theater mad, not because the movie's like bad. Oh, the outcome's because of like the outcome. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, like, like the court in the court of public opinion. This is their life now, and this is the charade they have to put up with for like i'm like oh my god that's so terrible and such like a great like social yeah. commentary but like they want to it's it's so weird yeah it's, oh he's she wants to but he's it's better trapped. than the alternative mm. at the same time it's yeah. it's one of those weird movies where weird isn't the right word necessarily but it's one of those really complex movies where your opinion of specific characters in the movie change depending on what scene you're watching and as the story it does it fluctuates a lot oh it fluctuates so much absolutely having like she she is bonkers god she's yeah bonkers how crazy roseman pike yeah i hate her the entire oh, time definitely. my opinion of her never changes you're kind of supposed early to. on like one you scene think, where you feel well, you kind of bad for her the, the way the but, movie sets yeah it up but is like, I, uh, early yeah. on she's gonna be the person that like you think it's going to be a movie about like her going missing and finding her or whatever. And that ain't the case, obviously. But by the time there's a, there's a few good minutes there at the beginning where you think that she's sympathetic and then the movie progresses and she most certainly is not. No, she, she's, yeah. uh, or was it reprehensible character? Uh, irreprehensible. Yeah. She's terrible. Uh, ben Affleck is a scoundrel cheater, and he's he's like not really. You feel bad for him for what he's going through, I guess. I I kind of felt bad Definitely for him, but lesser. like you, he's the lesser kinda, of two evils. Yeah, he just like dug his own grave with with yeah. his actions and his marriage, right? And then uh, oh, she, uh Rosamund Pike is kind of like batshit crazy, <laughs> and has this terrible plan, and it almost goes it's, off without it's like itch, a really but, good plan in theory. I, can you just disappear though? Like, I'm, or I, I guess mean, the real question can is, can you? you? I don't know anyone who's done it, but that's kind <laughs> of the get... point. I feel like I feel like you have to. This movie is like a. I feel like oh, you have sorry, to prove that you can't just yeah. Would we'll you say Corey could break it up a little to bit to tell me that people can't just disappear? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. 
This movie is like a textbook example of plot twists. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Like it, it's got some real good ones yeah, in there. Yeah, there was there is a a fairly sizable twist or fairly sizable event. Like I'd say it's three quarters of the way through the movie that like broke me. <laughs> I, I think I and I guess technically speaking, it was a callback. Like they the one of the people like interviewed or questioned was like said a thing. And Lizzie and Joy is like, that's not, that's not a real thing. There's no way that that's what happens. And then later on, she does it again to prove the point, like, again. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, it was, it was a weird callback. It's crazy. Again, it's one of those movies where I don't want to say explicit things because hmm. I feel like that's giving away the movie if, you've, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a, so it's a weird situation to be in. See the movie, read the book. It's very good. Not his best Neil role, Patrick but the... Harris is pretty bad in it, though. Not, not, not Tyler. Tyler's Neil. Not his best role. This is his best role. No. Tyler Perry is opinion. amazing in this movie. Yes, he is. I love Tyler Perry. In this I have. Movie. I I've not seen a single. I other think thing so. Tyler Perry I haven't seen him in Tyler all of his roles, but more than I liked him in this. In who? You don't like him as a Baxter in? Uh no, not really. Baxter no. in the Baxter Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Yeah, wow, there it is. Wasn't great. It's a terrible movie. Anyway, um, it's, it's not great. <laughs> oh man, nice, nice transition there. How do we get the? Yeah, back up. Put the car in reverse. Yeah, yeah. How do we get out of here? We're, there's a glitch in the matrix. I gotta hit fifty-five. No, seventy-five, sixty-five, eighty-five, eighty. Oh, 80? Did. <laughs> Did Gone Girl come up on anyone's Ben Affleck movie list? Yes, I think, it was also I think on it bubbled. I think technically okay. it bubbled for me. But Very I know good. We I think it was on most of our yeah. lists. Okay, I. He's had a crazy career. Yes, he has. he has. He started off super like great, and then he made like paycheck. And he made some and, like, shit. Summer of all fears. And then he and... started picking back up again. And then he's like, "I'm Batman." <laughs> and the people were like, "No," and I was like, "Give him a second." Hold up. And, and he was the great. movie's bad, but he's not bad. Yeah, I got into this it. exact debate yesterday. Somebody was like, we had Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm like, Batfleck wasn't the problem. He was fine. The movies he was put in were bad. Yeah. For sure. One day when we do our top five favorite Batman list, like actors Ugh. as Batman, once they replace him a couple more times, we can make that list. I mean, it doesn't need to be that many more times for us to get to like ten. So. No. One or two, yeah. one or two more new Batman's, and we'll be at almost ten. So, yeah, can't wait. If you count Kevin Conroy, we would actually be exactly. There. Hang on, do we? He was in a theatrically released movie. He was, he was. Yeah. Kevin Conroy, Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson, Christian Bale, Christian Bale, Christian Bale Adam, Adam West. West with Batman sixty six. Or eight. That's eight. Couple, two more times. Two more times. Two right. more Batman. Hollywood, get on it. <laughs> Very good. All right, that concludes our segment on Gone Girl. <laughs> it wasn't Batman. Yes, <laughs> we went from that was my number Gone three. Girl, to Tyler Perry to Batman. Teenage, to Tyler Perry, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Batman. There's a flowchart somewhere. Banger of an episode yeah. so far, boys. Corey, Ooh, what's your number three? My number three is Zodiac. That's a table. Okay, fair enough. That bubbled for me. Uh, my number three was Gone Girl. Okay, brings us to the round of two. Wow, okay. Number two for me is Fight Club. 
That is my number two. Fantastic, Corey. Good choice. That's my number. That's my number five. Okay. Why do we love Fight Club? I think it's one of the most, the more iconic movie of people our age. I think that that movie came out when we were at a very specific, a very specific time in our lives. We're 17, 16, somewhere between 16 and 18. At least I was between 16 and 18 at the time. So I was hitting my rebellious phase. Um, the performances in it were really good. They were really impactful. And then just the story about this underground fight club, but then it's really more about being rebellious on a grander social scale. Um, came out in 99. Came out in 99. Did it really come out in 99? Yeah, I think you were thinking like... Yeah. 2004, 2005. Yeah, I was thinking 2004 yeah. or 5. I really thought it came out closer to 2004 or 5. All right. So. Nonetheless, it was definitely a movie I watched at that point in time in my life when I was starting to kind of rebel. Yeah, that's accurate. That's around when I watched it, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was very in uh, yeah. during our high school years. Yeah. <laughs> it's a but very I guess, cult I guess movie. the joke, uh, yes. no, the, the first rule of Fight Club is nobody talks about Fight Club. I guess that was... That was probably still around it in the, the cultural lexicon, as it that's, were. That's probably still like top twenty-five most well u- or most used like movie references for anyone. Sure. <laughs> like every stand-up comedian has done something about that. Every movie or TV show has parodied it at some point. It's it's interesting, but yeah, it's a really good movie. And it's it's you watch it when you're younger and like your your rebellious phase or whatever, and you like it because everyone else likes it. But then going back as, as an adult, you realize it's more than that. Like, it's just, it's thinly veiled social commentary that's still kind of accurate. Oh, absolutely. To, like, an 11, because it's it really goes off the deep end. At the end there, certainly does. Yeah. I, I, Project Mayhem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Project so I, I was at a point where I decided to read the book. So there's a book, there's a book fight club as well. Yep, Chuck Pollan. Polaniuk? I can't. I can never remember how to say yeah. his name. But and yeah. this is one of those few moments where the movie allows things to to happen with more subtlety than the book does, right? So the big the big reveal at the end is telegraphed in the text way too obviously. And there's things that Fincher does in the movie, like when the phone rings and the phone gets picked up, like that, that whole, the stuff that happens in the background of that scene, like is, is written on the page. So it's like, okay, I know what's happening here, but in the movie, it allows it to still be hidden. Does that make sense? Do you feel that way because you saw the movie before you read the book, so you knew the twist going I mean, into reading the book? that's what it is. You could probably look I for guess, it I guess, but more, like, you know what the saying? line is like, it's as if they stopped because, because I answered the phone. And I was like, hmm. I mean, yeah. I, guess, I mean, it's still subtle enough, I suppose, but it seemed like it was a little more telegraphed where, like, because it was a movie and it was film and audio and visual, those things aren't as noticeable until you go back and watch it a second time it's a good watch twice movie it's like i think we talked about the sixth sense like this like i hadn't seen it but you're like when you know the twist you go see all the all the breadcrumbs that they planted fight Fight club Club does that a lot lot. yes for sure 
So Fight Club's box office flop critically panned when it first came out. It's picked up in the recent years. Um, it was made sort of as a joke. Like the actors, like Ed Norton, if you ask Ed Norton and Brad Pitt, it's their most fun experience making a movie, and they were laughing the entire time. It, it, it seems it like, like they would be, yeah. It was like a sick sense of humor. But I feel this movie is like very influential. Like I feel it, it not only did, it predicted the future in a way, of how our generation would act, but I yes. feel like it also would, contributed to it. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird catch twenty two there, or I don't know if that's right, but well, it's a catch twenty two because yeah, I mean it's a, it's about like what commercialism and I don't yeah, know, what you value it's, it's, it in is life a little bit and... of a catch twenty two because it's we have this like this thing that we all love and and we talk about and like we hold the standard like look at how real and how true and like how incredible this movie is. And then we fall exactly into the things that was trying to warn us about. Right. So it's like, we, we know that these things are possible and that these issues can and will come up. And we didn't do a damn thing to try to stop ourselves from falling right into that hole. Human nature Absolutely. is a powerful force to Absolutely. overcome. Uh, the, um, did, did you guys hear the, uh, the Jared Leto story when it comes to this movie? So Jared Leto is 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 in is no. in the Fight Club, right? So when Brad Pitt is doing that that big speech, is like, doesn't matter what you are, like if you're this, you're that, or if you're a failed musician, is one of the lines. Does, do you guys remember that speech at all? Yeah. So that line, though, the kind of yes. or if you're a failed musician, that line wasn't in the script. He specifically stopped and looked at Jared Leto to say that line as a dig to Jared Leto because 30 Seconds to Mars hadn't gotten big yet. Yeah. He, like, literally turned, wow. stared him he down. He turned like, and stared him down. Or failed musicians. Like, as, <laughs> and again, talking about how much... Uh, well, it's also about how much fun they were having on That's the set. Like, they, move. Were, they were busting his balls about 30 Seconds to Mars not being a huge rock band yet. Like, that, that's I think that's one of those fun... Eh, I guess so. He showed them... I think, yeah, I mean, kicked off. Right? I think, they, think so. Yeah, more known stuff. for these days. It was weird. I'd say like, acting, act, probably. Probably now, I feel right? like movies like yeah. Fight Club and um, he's in more movies than I thought. Re- Requiem for yeah. a Dream, like got him. Yeah, got like his like. Yeah, yeah, he's oh, he's, yeah, he's like a super minor role in American Psycho. But yeah, he's in American Psycho. Yeah, he's a victim. Oh, he But like um, those those couple things, but it's like a. Yeah, boosted who he was, which he like parlayed in back into his like music career, and then then his music career took off. Like Thirty Seconds to Mars is a massive band worldwide, but he's an Oscar-winning actor. He is an Oscar-winning actor. Yep. Yeah, but this movie certainly kicked off the angry white guy um, movement. I feel. That's, I think that's, <laughs> that's a fair assessment. That's the unfortunate part. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah. That's. But it's as movie watchers, it's it's nice to like know they're. We can separate ourselves. We can watch movies for entertainment value. It doesn't have to be our anthem, so to speak, right? Absolutely. It it shouldn't... I try to avoid that for the most part. Except for Yes Man. Gotta say yes to life. (laughs) I mean, you can have movies. You can have parts of movies that are like your anthem and that you relate to and that you identify with. Like, that's not a problem necessarily. But when, like, it becomes your identity as a person... That's a little much, especially if that identity that you've come to associate yourself with is Tyler Durden. 
right? Like <laughs> there, there's a meme, there's a, a pretty popular meme that gets passed around once every couple months of like, it's like Tyler Durden, Walter White, um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and like a couple like other like anti-hero characters. It's like if you associate with these people, you didn't get the point. That's the thing, right? Like you're not supposed to identify and associate. No, you're not supposed to identify with these guys. You're <laughs> especially with Brad, I, the I, Brad Pitt a... side of things. He's literally a mass murderer. I love movies. You all know this, but like it's strictly entertainment yeah. for me. Yeah. I find beauty in it. I find I, I love the storytelling, acting performances. I like movies for many different reasons. I am a big believer that it should not personify you as a not one no one movie you can love it as much as you want to love it it can bring you great joy and everything but don't let it dictate your life just live your life for yourself i can even understand identifying with a character from time to time but to to try to like take on that character as your as a personality trait is not a good look what you got to do is watch a bunch of movies take little pieces from each of them and form your perfect dollop, person. A little, little dollop of each. Well, like, all, like you know, the positive movies. Yeah. Positive parts. Like, last Sunday was my birthday. It rained. I had all these plans, and I stayed in. I watched 12 Angry Men because it's my favorite movie. And I, you know what? It's 12 different personalities in that room. And at different parts of my life, I could probably identify with all 12 of them. Even the bad ones. I'll admit that. At, just at certain moments. But again, it's a movie. <laughs> but strive to be a number seven. It's number seven, right? Juror number eight is our hero. Number eight, damn it. Yeah. I would love eight, to yeah. see a modern day retelling of Twelve Angry Men. But like, call it Twelve Angry I, People. I still holds it, up. I know so it does. But like, they tried that with Tony Danza, did didn't they? Oh, it, Jack uh, Jack Lemon, I think, played Juror number eight. Um, they've remade it in '97. It was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. I've seen it. It's it's okay. Juror number seven is the guy I probably identify the most and want to get out of oh, there the and watch a baseball game. Guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll break the tie. I don't care. <laughs> it's box Actually, seats. Come on. <laughs> my, my favorite juror in that movie is uh, the juror number one, the, the foreman. Because he's, I, I, he's a reasonable he's man. Just, he's just trying yeah. to set out. To, he realizes the importance of it. He wants to do it in a certain way. And I don't know. We're talking about that's 12 it. Angry Men right now. I love it. That's it. Oh, it's a great movie. Great. <laughs> it is a great movie. Phenomenal. 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 Agreed. Yeah. Unfortunately, David Fincher didn't direct it. No, he didn't. But he did direct my number two movie on this list, which is Zodiac. <gasps> he did it. He's like, wait, it's back. I'm not even lie to you. <laughs> which means we all have the same number one, and we're going to talk about that for a long time. Fantastic. But Zodiac, Zodiac is a great David Fincher movie. Did not make Joe's Correct. list, made Corey's number three. It, okay, it, so it bubbled for me. It was close. Yes. It's very long. That is my it one is. knock against it's it. It's like almost yep. three hours, right? Super you got a long. place yes. per hour. So for me to go to rewatch it, I'm like, I'm like, that's a oh, commitment, man. Like, uh, we could watch Zodiac, uh, but yeah, it's super long and it's like dude, eight o'clock, and, and I'm old. So we can watch I these mean, two other you movies. You can watch two good comedies <laughs> in the time it takes you to watch one Zodiac. Yeah, but sure, like, I get it. Comedy, Obviously, potato, Zodiac. potato. If you're in the mood for Zodiac, yeah, I, or you're gonna watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall, probably not. That's fair. At the same time, though, Zodiac is is. I like to put Zodiac on if I know I'm going to be up and about and doing things. Like I can turn the like. I no, oh, I I'm, I don't I mind sitting down watching it and just sitting there and watching it. But if I know I'm going to be near the TV, but I have a bunch of other things I've got to like clean up and tinker with, 
it's a great movie for that too because it is long so i can get things done while enjoying a movie and like not have to like stop and start a new movie or something like that do you know what i mean sure surely for the length but i mean there's so many things going on during the three hours that you kind of got to like if you Blink and you miss it, and it's kind of fair, ruins fair it enough. But I've also on. you're oh. like, who's that guy? Well, this is I've the also part with seen Drew it brother. I'm like, I, I can, I can <laughs> jump right back in. So the Zodiac Killer, it's a serial killer, very famous serial killer. Officially, not still at large, but never caught. A lot of different theories about it. Um, whether it was more than one guy, whether it was a bunch of different copycats. If if uh, if if, if uh, yeah. Um, Moving on, uh, he was known for sending messages to a uh, newspaper and a police that were uh, puzzles. Jack the Ripper, very Jack the Ripper. What was that? Sending letters and stuff to like the police and the newspapers. Yeah, Jack but he just sent like ciphers and puzzles and and, stuff, and, and uh, this no. one. The our our hero, I guess, would be Jake Gyllenhaal's character. I guess he's the main character. He's a yeah, I believe so. Cartoonist at the newspaper, yeah. is that right? Mm-hmm. And he just is really into puzzle solving, and he actually like deciphers like the first message. Does better than the trained professionals. Yes, I guess if you're like really into it, yeah. he might have had something like they they kind of hint at it that he might be a little on the spectrum, which is why he was able to do the things he was able to do. What's his drink in that movie? It's a weird drink. Uh, Aquavelva, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't knock it until you try it, <laughs> and then Robert Downey Jr. has about ten of them, <laughs> which doesn't Robert surprise Downey, anyone. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is like the hot shot crime reporter at the paper, and they develop like a relationship sort sort of. And then you got Mark Ruffalo, who's like the the, uh, I guess the policeman leading the investigation, the detective. And it's in in true life fashion. I'm glad the movie picked up on this. They based the murderer in uh the first dirty harry movie off the zodiac killer and mark ruffalo's character in zodiac is the uh inspiration for harry callahan in the dirty harry movies that's why he was at the premiere so yes this movie kind of puts a conclusion on who they feel the zodiac killer actually is and that's like it's based off a book right so this isn't fincher telling that part of the story but um I don't know of how responsible that is, but it, you know it, it gets your message out there. I guess. How do you guys feel about that? Did, did they ever like find that guy? Did anything ever happen to him because of it? Like, no, you never got arrested or oh, okay. anything. But still, someone made a book saying this is a Zodiac killer, and this guy has never been convicted of being the Zodiac killer. And, and, he's and that's like, the thing. You know, I don't, like, I think if you're innocent in that dude, that kind of they sucks. never arrested him. It does kind of no... suck, right? Yeah, like there's evidence but like you can connect a lot of people you... yeah you could you could hey oh, i watched exactly a three-hour right? movie like, that proved definitively as the zodiac killer because there were definitely there's definitely just no way there's just not enough evidence they got a, they got a they had a a bunch of different hunches over the course of the years of hunting the zodiac killer and none of them panned out there's just not enough there for anybody so i don't know Ooh. I see what you did there. It's never the right sign. Never the right sign. <laughs> it's weird. Like I doing a little bit of research about the Zodiac Killer after seeing the movie. If, like if you about, about that guy, like the the accused killer in the movie. 
if you pulled like ten policemen like that are were like a part of the investigation, yeah. five of them swear he's definitely the killer. Five of them swear there's no possible way he's the killer. It's so it's so polarizing. That's why it probably makes sense that there is more than one. Maybe this guy did commit some of the murders, but not all the murders, because it's a pretty easy thing to copycat. Like there was a. I, they touch on this in the movie too. Somebody called up a news station saying that they were the Zodiac killer. Like it's people are crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, it could happen. They do, I don't know. They do interesting things. I just think the acting in this movie is tremendous. From yeah, it's a tour Robert de force. Downey Jr., Jake Gyllenhaal, and uh, and uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, no, it's good. It's just um, if I'm gonna watch a David Fincher movie about a serial killer, watch. I'm picking Seven. Not over by this. much, but a quicker watch. So okay. If, yeah, I, yeah. Zodiac. Yeah. Zo- I gotta be in the mood. I, like, if I'm gonna sit down and movies. watch Zodiac, I have to be in the mood for it. Whereas, like a lot of these other movies, a lot of these other movies, I can just kind of turn on and, and be fine. Definitely. Unless, unless I know, like club that's easy watching, babe. To, like, watching the movie, <laughs> I've got other things to do, and I just want something in the background that I like to listen to. I mean, some of these movies fall into that category too. I mean, I just said that that's, yeah. Zodiac falls into that category. If I got to tinker with a bunch of stuff around the house, like in the I am Jack's errand movie on in the background that I can half pay attention to, but don't need to like, you know, that's a, it's a good, it's a good, it's good for that for me. Anyways, I guess it's time, right? I was going to see if we hey. wanted to, I figured we were going to three, two, it's, one. Yeah. Let's talk about the social it, network. That's fine. Well, you guys had social <laughs> network at one social network. Social network, like friendship. <laughs> Three, two, one. Social yeah. network. Network. <laughs> uh, I'll sync it up. I won't. Easily the best movie on this list. I, I think this anyway. was a clear cut number one. Yeah, it's the first one I wrote. Yeah, it was down. my slam dunk. It was probably the best movie of that year. This is why you should have the Oscars five years after. King's Speech won this for week. this very reason. What weird was it? The artist that won this year. No, King's Speech. Oh, King's is it better speech. than Social Network? I, I like, yet, I sure like really King's good. Speech. It's fine, but like, I think at the, I think at the time I was like thought King's Speech. Oh my god! Probably should have won Best yes. Picture, but not yes, now. Social Network's so relevant now. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly relevant. It's almost so relevant that I don't think if they tried to make this movie today uh, that Zuckerberg would let it happen. No, I don't think so. Probably not. Definitely, he's a lot more powerful now. Performances, mm-hmm. performances. I'm more movie. rich too. Off the chart. It's the only Jesse Eisenberg like role I like. I, I, I don't enjoy dislike movie, Jesse really. Eisenberg the same way that you do, but even still, this is leaps and bounds better than a lot of the other things that he's done. Justin Timberlake is stellar in this. Andrew Garfield is unbelievable. Yeah, he's he a, is really that's good. That's like. Yeah. I think it's his acting coming out party is the social network. I think he was in a couple of things before the social network, but this is like, yeah. wow, he's, he's like captivating. Like there, there are definitely, the like, he definitely did like acted in other movies before this, but uh, was Alpha, Alpha Dog before this? Yeah. Oh my God. But they were also a bunch of romantic yeah. comedies, right? Friends with Benefits or Just Friends, whichever one of those two that he was in. So yeah, whichever one it, of those two very identical movies. He was there. Friends with Benefits okay. came out after well, Social yeah, Network, I believe. Yeah. Shortly after, though. Yeah. He booked it because unless of the it, unless, it was just, it, unless it was just Friends <laughs> and that came out before and he wasn't. Either way, that's not necessarily. Just Friends is the, oh, yeah, is yeah, the yeah, Ryan that's Reynolds That's right. One. That's the one that, that she. 
No strings attached. That's, no strings attached. Yes, that's, the, that's, uh, that's uh, it. Yep. And then it was Ashton Kutcher and, and Natalie Portman and Mila Kunitz, right? Got it. Correct. Yes. They're fine. I've never seen either of those movies, by the way. They're not the, the benefits network, is okay. Yeah. I ma- anyway, I imagine they're a lot the same. But yes. I think a big reason this is the number one Fincher movie is you have the perfect combination of an Aaron Sorkin screenplay and David Slam Fincher as dunk. Home run. Yes. And it's this one best screenplay or best adapted screenplay at the Academy Awards, but not best picture, mm-hmm. sadly. Um, it's a confusing movie for the first time you watch it because they jump around in time, like real time, to like the... Uh, I guess it's present. It's present day to flashback to present day to flashback. But there's no yeah. screen transition, and everybody looks the same. Mm. So you're like, "What is going on?" Like, <laughs> there's something wrong with the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing this in theaters uh, between classes because I had like a four-hour break on Tuesdays. Like, I guess it was my freshman year. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I used to go to the movies a lot during that break, and that that lined up perfectly. And I remember watching. I loved it the first time, but I'm like, I definitely have to Could see. Could you imagine this having to go back to know, class like, after watching this movie? Like, I would have had to cancel the rest of my um, day. Like, there's no way I would have been like, all right, that's my day's not getting better than this. It's time to go home and restart tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's no. a peak of your day. Yeah, that was that was the peak. Oh, it's bad. Tuesday movie day was always the peak. I mean, sure, but like, I, there's I, like, listen, if I got four hour break between class, and I go see a movie in a movie theater, there's there's next to no chance of going to the next class. We all need to make like a like a like a personal movie day. Just every adult should have the opportunity to, to take off. Of- an extra like, three hours for lunch. Yeah. Just take a four-hour block, go see a movie, <laughs> tell life to fuck off for like that four <laughs> hours. For real, it's weird. If you have you guys done some research like outside of like this to find out like how accurate it was? Yeah, it's it's mostly accurate, but it's like like it's reasonably accurate. But it paints was... Eduardo Severin in like a much better light than he. Oh probably... my god, he's a terrible yeah. person. <laughs> None of the people in this movie are good people. Yeah, Eduardo like had to flee the United States. He's the, as like uh he's like the third richest person in Brazil now. Yep. Good for so, him. I guess. I guess. Um Zuckerberg didn't create Facebook over a girl. There was no Erica Albright. He just liked building things. Makes sense. What is he saying? That's because everyone in this movie are terrible people. <laughs> That's not true. Not everyone's a terrible person. The main characters are. Yeah. But like, what's his face? Um, Listen, uh, until I come uh, back, that's how this is going to work. Army Hammer? No. <laughs> Dustin Moskowitz. He's a Say anything decent style. guy. Like, he's... Yeah, but you're right, Corey. The main three. I, this is weird. Just, yeah, this is... <laughs> I'm this... reading... I'm reading... <laughs> I was just testing... <laughs> it's like Corey's holding up things on a whiteboard. Yeah, but I can't read your point because I'm not reading oh, you're it back. out loud. you're back. Corey, you're back. Just, you're back. Good, good, good. Okay. Start with your point that everyone's terrible. The main, the main three people in this movie are all terrible people. Like it, it's in, in real, real life. Yes. So like painting any one sure. of them in like a better light, that's you have to make a choice as a director and as somebody who's writing the screenplay to be like, you need to sympathize with somebody. So yeah, you need somebody to root. You know, to root for somebody. True. But you know, the, like not not one of those three characters are decent human beings and one of them is substantially worse than what he is in the movie like you said he ran off to brazil because he had to flee the country like come on 
Um, yeah, I think Eduardo also had a hand in like the creation of the book, so that, that's that's going to paint him as yeah, a sympathetic character. But he's back as a co-founder, so you yeah, know all is right with the it's world. Listed, he owns five percent of Facebook still. That's um, that's a ridiculous amount of money. It's an insane amount of money. Um, it's cool. The, there's, it's interesting the making of this movie too. It's um, Aaron Sorkin and David Fincher met at David Fincher's house. And they like would read these scenes, like the uh, read them out, and they would time it, and they say, "Okay, we got to get this down in under seven minutes." That's why the dialogue. That's is why so it's fast. so fast. Like, okay, yeah. Yes. So like really the opening scene, Rooney Mara and Jesse Eisenberg did the scene, and they said, "That is great. We need it forty seconds faster." So they had to redo it and redo it. That's why Zuckerberg it. talks so fast in this movie. Yep, and it works if if, if yeah, it's perfectly. It does. It's, and, it's a great style choice. The original choice to play Mark Zuckerberg or Shia LaBeouf, and that would have been so yeah, toxic. I would not have liked that, that. That would have been really interesting. <laughs> oh, he probably would have punched David Fincher in the face like mm. after like three takes oh, yeah. of that. He would have got fired instantly. So it would have been Jesse Eisenberg oh, anyway. Probably. Yeah. No, he did a good job with it. He was nominated for Best Actor, did not win. Lost to Colin Firth in King's Speech. Makes sense. Yeah. I Everyone not loved like King's Speech that year. Okay. All right. Do we, I haven't seen it yet, so I, I can't form an opinion. Um. What else? There's a lot about this movie. I love the score. Um, it's great, Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor, Killing it. Nine Inch Nails. Yes. I'm not sure if this won for it, but it damn well should have. I, I, really, yeah, I hope it did. You know what? I'm gonna. I thought it did because I thought that that was like one of the things. Like, the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails has an Oscar. <laughs> it's been yeah, it won. Oh, great. One for score. Film good editing score and adapted screenplay. Oh, the right. editing makes sense. Yeah, yeah, the, the editing's crazy good, right? Oh yeah, but like, <laughs> so you, many like, jumps. Yeah, we were talking about it at the top, right? Like, you go back and forth and back and forth in in like, essentially what is you're following what is two different timelines, but because all of the events of this movie happened in such short succession from one another, everybody looks the same. It's making it kind of confusing to follow, yeah. but nonetheless, the editing is beautiful. You don't even see the jumps. It's really three different timelines, right? Because you got one lawsuit, another lawsuit, and then what's our, our I guess our main story? Um, crazy, but so well done. And also, what Joe? What won for best special effects that year? Visual uh, effects. Visual effects. Lord of the I will Rings. Tell you in a second. Return of the King. No, I'm kidding. It did. It did. Definitely came out. I think earlier. that came out earlier. Uh, I got cinematography, I got art direction, a film editing, hold on, what, uh, visual effects, uh, okay. Inception, that makes sense, yeah, based on what I've seen right. of Inception. I wonder if Social Network is even nominated, because the Army, Hammer, CGI, I thought there were two people, I really did, it's the greatest example and use of CGI in a movie I've ever seen, and it's, it's incredible. It is very good. I, I just left the theater going like, I never knew there was like twin actors that were like are like that good and that well known then you find out it's just the one guy like holy crap how do they pull that off the army's hammers yeah iron man 2 got nominated for that so i'd be okay with swapping out iron man 2 for (laughs) the social network in that category yes i guess it's a movie not really known for that but i don't know it's an incredible use of cgi i love the subtle the story is amazing it's it's just a great movie it really is 
I watched this fairly recently. I, I've seen this movie like I thought you were just setting yourself up. 10 plus times because it used to be on Stars or whatever movie channel my parents got all the time. Sure. So every time uh -huh. I go flipping through the channels, I'm like, oh, Social Network's on. I'll watch a half hour of this movie or <laughs> really just from whatever part I turn it on to, from to the end. It's so good. Yeah, and it kind of, for me, it ends abruptly. Like, Eduardo goes nuts in, in, uh, at the Facebook offices and get, gets kicked out after he gets screwed over. And then you have, like, the last remaining lawsuit, and then that uh, kind of wraps up. And I'm like, huh, I was ready for, like, a, I, I could have I went longer. I don't know. I think it, I think it, it makes, works where it is. I, You're not I, an I asshole. You're just trying so hard to be one. At the same time, too, yeah. it's like and that's kind of the, way the story was still going on. Like, the story hadn't ended. The story of Facebook is barely just beginning, right? Like, yeah, it could have gone on, but mm. hell, in 10 years, they may make the next chapter of Facebook's story. Like, it's 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 not out of the question because it's relative. It was, like, in relative real time. I th I think they would make, a, sure. like, a Zuckerberg biopic before they made the social network, too. I think a Zuckerberg biopic would probably be really boring after the uh, events of this. They'd, they'd jazz it up. I don't, I don't think they should make it. I don't really want to watch it, but like if they did, I might see it. Well, Facebook sold sold out really, right? You had to, first you had to be a um have a valid college email address in order to sign up. Then they kind and of opened up to everybody. That's when, that's Not when like Facebook your grandparents are on there. Me. And it's like weird. It I don't use moment. Facebook that often Neither anymore. Neither do I. And it's like like, you used to be able know, to just, yeah. just poke somebody, poke and then they'd poke you back, that. and you'd be like, we're friends. Yep, you'd that was it Facebook. on the wall and stuff. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, that's kind of like a good thing of uh, for this movie, too, is it takes you back to, like, original Facebook. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just totally different now. And I remember every time they changed the layout, everyone freaked out for about a week and a half, yeah. and then that kind of, like, went away. You got used I, to like, also, I remember like, thefacebook.com. I remember I that. I remember the last time the Facebook layout actually changed that much. I remember freaking out every time the layout changed. I do remember that, but I don't go on it. Yeah, and that's like exactly it. Yeah, for me, very right rarely it's... check it. It's on mobile, so I have no idea what like the exactly. desktop version yeah, looks easily. like. I've Most never, the... I haven't gone on the desktop version. Yeah, in like I almost 10 exclusively years, so use it for Messenger anymore at this point. <laughs> I don't even know my password. <laughs> God forbid my app ever logs me out. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, I think we can. But yeah, man. Anything else to add for the social network? No, this movie's amazing. And even if you hate Facebook, you should still watch this movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's an amazing movie for sure. Iron Sorkin. It, it would definitely make a list. It, it's on, close, on if not in there for me. My top list. Yeah. So good. Like I. Oh no. Am I frozen? Yeah, it's fine. I caught most that of that. I, I'm yeah, fine. Like, I see funny. all of you guys, so I don't know what's going on. I hear Corey, you guys come fine. Back. It's all come fine for back, me. Corey. Here comes Corey. That's totally fair. That's the first time, just a minute ago, is the first time. Well, hopefully you your local recording is cool, because yeah. you don't sound great to us. No. Wow. It's like you're a robot, but your batteries oh. are just like slowly running out. Well, that was kind of normal. You know, it's like the end of Short Circuit 2 when Johnny wow. Five is slowly dying. Oh, that was good. <laughs> All right, so can you hear me now? Well, when we do yeah, the madness do part madness of it, going. you could definitely use the chat for that if, it, if it's not fixed by now. But you're moving pretty good yeah, now. You're back now, I think. 
Yes. Yes. All right, let's get right into the madness then. Not jinx it. That concludes our social network segment. I hope it comes up in the wheel. Anyway. Should we bubble quicker? Oh, yeah, we could do the bubbles. Mine was uh, Panic Room in the game. Uh, the game in Aliens 3. Mine was Zodiac and the girl with the dragon tattoo. Ooh. All right. Interesting. Rooney Mara probably got her dragon tattoo role because of social network. Maybe. Right. Yeah, probably. All right. Anyway. Uh, now that the lists have been revealed, the madness can begin. We will now spin a digital wheel on my phone to determine which five movies will make our definitive list. Each of us has the right to veto a selection that we disagree with. However, prior to the show, we have each protected a selection from our own individual list. You all did that, right? Correct. Good. We're good there. Excellent. These selections cannot be vetoed. If a veto attempt is made on a protected film, that veto is thrown out, and that person loses their one and only veto. Uh-huh. Without further ado, let me pull up the digital wheel here. I'm trying to think if I'm vetoing anything. I don't I don't know that I am. I, we only have one different. Yeah. Me and Corey have the exact same list. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Different order. But even but... then, it's like modern. Oh, okay. Different yeah, yeah. Order. I thought same you meant movies. I thought you meant same order. I'm like, that's never happened before. Yeah. Same movies. Yeah. All right, boys. First spin. That's volume. That is it's what it whatever. is. It's what the people wanted to hear one time. Yeah. Uh, Corey number two, which is Fight Club. Yeah. All right. I'm good with that. Me too. Next spin. Matt number one, Social Network. I assume we're all good? I don't know. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> right on. All right. What, what, okay. what should we dig for? Should we dig for... Like seven? Yeah, I was digging for Gone Girl so far. <laughs> I don't know. I might throw a veto in here just to be a dick about it, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, next is Corey number five, which is Gone Girl. All right. Dig it. Yeah, I'm not going to veto it. Good with that. You good with that, Corey? Is he frozen? He might be frozen. He might be frozen. I'm going to assume you're good with it. Okay. Next is Joe number two, which is Fight Club, Club again. already on the list. Corey number three, Zodiac. Good. Go with okay. it. All right. I'm not you don't veto anything. Final spin. Joe number three, which is Gone Girl, already on the list. Final spin again. Maybe. Joe- Joe number four, which is the game? What? All right. <laughs> you can veto it if you want. I mean. It, it's only to get seven on there. That's the only. That's the only. I'm like, do I want to have all five of mine on the list? <laughs> and I think we have a clear cut no, order here, too. No. <laughs> well, I'm positive on two of them. Um, I'm not vetoing it. Corey, you're good. Social Network, okay, Fight Club, cool. one and two, All right, right, so we got our five. Social Network, Fight Club, Zodiac, The Game, and Gone Girl. And higher. Like, we got two number twos on that. I would put Zodiac ahead of Fight Club, but I feel I'm going to be outvoted. Well, I mean, Fight Club made all three of our lists. Right. Yeah, mine was a number two and a number three. So it's a two number three, and I got Fight Club at five. But So I guess Fight Club is the number two. Okay. Seems like... So Zodiac got, three and then 
Gone Girl Dis- 4 and the despite Game 5. Despite me having Social Network as yeah, number one good. on my list. Yeah. No, I want the game <laughs> at number one. It's better than Social Network, said no one ever. Did you guys... What? Joe, did you protect the game? I protected Fight Club. Okay. I protected Fight Club. Yeah, of course. Wow, Synergy. That's the only one I thought about vetoing. So very good. Yeah. <laughs> I protected Zodiac. Well, technically, you thought about the game. You thought about vetoing it. At the end, but I, yeah. that was more of like a... That's fair. Bit. I want my whole list on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, I get that it. Was, I'm actually really happy you had said that, Matt, because... I Like... If I hadn't known that the only movie that's not on our list was the game, uh-huh. like if it had like clicked in my head, I, or if it hadn't clicked in my head, I may have tried to veto it, which would have been yeah. like that would have been super awkward. I guess going into the madness round, it's like, what is your goal? Is it to get as many movies on your list as possible, or is it to make the best possible list? Mine's, mine's to make the best possible list. That's why I vetoed Ace Ventura. That I time. usually have a okay. movie. There's a movie that, regardless of how the other four movies shake out, if I can get that movie on the list, I'm happy. Well, yeah. Okay. That's also a strategy of mine that never works. It never gets <laughs> yeah. spun. That's, I'm so, that's so sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I should clarify. When there's commonality, it gets spun a lot. Yeah. When there's not commonality, yeah, that's fair. it usually doesn't get spun. Like, the social network, 100% needed to be on this list. (laughs) Yeah. But I felt confident in not protecting it. Oh, yeah. I I knew you guys weren't going to veto the social network. That's crazy. That's bit me in the ass before, but this this time I feel... I don't know. I felt safe. I felt secure in this one. (laughs) I guess guess I'll reveal our our top top five five here. Ready? Do it. All right. Top five David Fincher movies. Number five, The Game. Number four, Gone Girl. Number three, Zodiac. Number two, Fight Club. And the number one David Fincher film is The Social Network. It's a good list, guys. That's a great list, honestly. I don't know too many other ways that that list... Like, I think if you went up to 20 different people who were really into movies and said, name your top five, most of those movies are probably on, on that list. Yeah, I feel like I certainly hope. Yeah, so. I feel like that's a that's a pretty correct list. You know what I mean? Because Alien Three, I didn't watch, but I it's not don't it's not like well regarded. No, Panic it's... Room is fine. Benjamin Button was super boring to me. Yeah, it was such a cool concept, and they made it so. Yeah, they boring. did not do a good job. This is an interesting movie. segment we can do, just because he has so few movies yeah. he directed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not an Alien Three guy. Corey, you like it? I like sci-fi. I like Alien. I like Predator. I they're they're, they're dumb sci-fi action movies. I'm I'm gonna I'm into it. Is Alien through the the best of the Alien franchise? God no, not even remotely. But it's still okay, good. it's still an Aliens movie, so I'm still into it. Like I still dig it. I mean, Alien Two, you tried really hard to save Newt, and you do. Then Alien Three, dead, oh man. Newt's dead. Terrible choice. I don't know. It's was, it was tough to recover from that. I mean, he went oh, in man. there guns blazing. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Seven. The game. Fight Club. Panic Room. We talked about. Benjamin Button is boring. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is uncomfortable for me. It's really 
it's a really good movie. Like, the acting in it is really good, and it's an mm-hmm. interesting movie, but, like, as far as the mystery goes, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about for, like, a good 20 minutes. I'm like, how? what progress did we make? What am I supposed to know? Yeah. It, doesn't, it definitely doesn't do it for me. It's definitely a movie that would be up my alley otherwise, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't do it for me. That's fair. That's, uh, Did you hear I, that clearly? I heard most of... I understood okay. most of what you said, and that's that. a very fair point. Okay. What it's was the very, point? It's like the the rape part is very uncomfortable. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it 100% is, and I would not blame anyone for listing that as a reason they don't like that movie. Yeah. Then the last one we haven't talked about is Mank. I had zero inch... I started the movie, I got like 10 minutes oh in, gosh. I'm like, I don't care. Yep. I don't care. <laughs> I... I I powered through, but I didn't. Uh, nope. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll finish it. I wanted to like it so much. It was it's right up my alley. The yeah. premise and everything. It's just uh, I, I fell short for me. So anyway, I guess it's time to plug our social. Might as well. Um, if you want to write us an email, uh, you can email us at five movie madness at gmail dot com. That's the number five movie madness at gmail dot com. You could follow me on Twitter, um, MR underscore Janny, J-A-N-N-Y. Matt Jansen is my name. Talk sports, movies, whatever you want. There's no politics. Tell me why Fight Club deserves to be number two on this list. Why not? Do it. Corey, are you back? Can you do this? Let's see. Let's find out. You can follow me on Twitter at I am City Folk Soul. Uh, or you can follow me on Instagram, LCStrand825, or my Beardstagram page, which is for craft's sake. I recorded it. I have no idea if it went through or if you guys could hear it, but just move on to the next one. Uh, I'm so curious of how this... <laughs> so am I. I'm so curious for how this turns out audio-wise. Uh, uh. I imagine your local audio is going to be fine. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. Yeah. The Joe's gonna be a tough editing job because we're laughing a lot. So yeah, it, well, I mean, we're, we're pretty silent about it. So okay. Yeah, I, I I can, I'll piece it together in like two months when I get this episode. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Um, moving on, Joe. Follow you on Twitter at at Juice Clerk. Wonderful. Tell me about how much you love the Social Network. Yes, on a social network platform. Very good. That's not featured in the social network. <laughs> it is not. Uh, you can follow the show at 5 Movie Madness on Twitter. That's the number 5. But if you type in 5 Movie Madness, it'll show up. Same thing with iTunes if you type in 5 Movie Madness. And we're now on Spotify. We did it. I don't know if it. that's increased our traffic. Probably not. But may have decreased it somehow, but I don't, I don't think that's like correlation equals causation probably type of not. thing. I hope not. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> Um, next week, do we talk about next week? Do we not? I don't even remember anymore. No, we don't really. Okay. I'm looking forward to next week's though. Next week's going to be interesting. I think that'll be a bunch of different movies next week. It won't be as much. uh, There's like 37 choices. So yeah, there is. I wrote them all down. Me too. I did not write, watch all of them, but I have my, I have my list complete. I have to watch a lot of movies between now and then. Okay. Yeah. I watched a couple. We had a we had a month, so I don't know. I like Disney movies. Yeah. Oh, spoiler! Ah, anyway, <laughs> Joe, delete that. Get out of here. All right. On behalf of Joe Corey, I, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs>
it was really you made it weird when you dragged out yeah. Corey for so long. I don't know. I, I the, the the next word just got lost in my head. Uh, on behalf of all of us here at Five Movie Madness, uh, good night, everybody. Download the episode. Tell your friends. We want this to be big. I don't want to work download, anymore. Download it on other people's phone to make us bigger. Come on, guys. Yeah. Do your part. I'll go to everyone's computer at work and then download the episode and get fired. There you go. Now we're getting somewhere. Use That's all the it. company's bandwidth. That's it. Just start playing it over the PA system. <laughs> Hardly my problem. Yeah. All right. Uh...